0: You know, it seems like the guidelines for how often to get a mammogram are slightly changing all the time. So let's get up to speed on who should get a mammogram and when. I'm Deborah Howell, and today we'll talk with an expert in the field about what to expect at your next mammogram and how to prepare for it. Our guest is Mary Maurer, a Breast Center Regulatory and Technical Lead at Deaconess, the Women's Hospital. Hello, Mary, and welcome to you. Hello. Thanks for making the time today to be with us. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: How should I prepare for my upcoming mammogram? Is there anything I need to do?
1: The best way to prepare and have a good experience with your mammogram would be try to go to the same facility each time so that Mm -hmm. your mammograms can be easily compared to year after year. If you would happen to have had your mammograms at another facility, have them sent prior to your appointment and try to get those records to bring you so that you can get them compared to easily.
0: Sure. You got to have a baseline, right?
1: Yes. And discuss any recent changes or problems with your breast to your healthcare provider before scheduling your ma'am. That way, if you would have any symptoms, it would not be considered a screening ma'am.
0: Okay, and I love that you say ma'am because it makes it sound a little bit friendlier. (laughs) 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 All right, so now I'm at my appointment. What should I tell the technologist?
1: To make sure that you have the best quality of your ma'am, make sure your technologist knows that if you had any breast changes, or any problems that you may be having, if you would happen to have any breast implants, if you're breastfeeding or think you may be pregnant, if you are currently taking any hormone replacement therapy, Mm -hmm. or if you would happen to have any trouble standing or holding still during this time.
0: Yeah, that would be good to know. Okay, so what to expect when I arrive for my mammogram? Can you walk me through the process? What's gonna happen when I get there?
1: Sure. Once you arrive, we'll ask you a few questions about your medical and your family history. They will then have you undressed from the waist up. They'll give you a top that will open to the front. You will need to wipe underneath your arms and your breast to remove any kind of deodorant, perfumes, oils, anything, et cetera, like that. Mm-hmm. You and the technologist will be the only ones in the room during your mammogram. They will then ask you to stand in front of the machine and the technologist will position your breast so that a plastic upper plate will be lowered and it will compress your breast for about 10 to 15 seconds while they take that x-ray. The compression can be uncomfortable, but it shouldn't be painful. Okay. If it is, please let the technologist know that it is hurting. They can adjust The compression is very important, though, because it does allow the breast tissue to spread out evenly Mm -hmm. so we can get that clear view of the breast and also reduces the amount of radiation that would be needed.
0: Oh, that's good to know. I didn't know that. That's crucial.
1: They will take two views of each breast, a top to bottom view, and then a side view of each breast. They'll ask you to hold your breath during that exposure just so they can obtain that crisp, clear image. They don't want any motion on the image itself. Okay. The whole process should take about only 20 minutes.
0: So, what about dense breast individuals? Is the same kind of mammogram?
1: It is the same type of mammogram. However, if you have dense breast, they may require additional imaging as far as ultrasound or MRI. Some physicians would like for you to get a mammogram and then 6 months later follow up with a screening ultrasound or an MRI.
0: Okay. So, what if I need a diagnostic mammogram? What should I expect?
1: Okay. So, a diagnostic mammogram is done if there's any area of concern, either from your screening or that your physician feels, or if a patient has any breast symptoms. Any of the symptoms could include a palpable lump, thickening, discharge, nipple inversion, any redness, pain, or any type of skin changes, Diagnostic MAMS are close to screening MAMS, except that we will do additional imaging, different mammogram views, and an ultrasound may or may not be attained. But if so, we got it scheduled in a designated time slot so that all this can be done while you're here. The radiologist will review all of your imaging, and then you'll get your results while you wait. Oh,
0: while you wait. That was my next question. How usually long is it before you get your results for just a regular mammogram?
1: For a regular mammogram, the screening exams, we try to get those generally read within 24 to 48 hours, unless we're waiting on outside images. If you don't have your imaging here and we're waiting on outside to get here, it could take longer. But if everything's here and ready to go, we have it read within 24 to 48 hours.
0: Okay, and just to be clear, what exactly do you mean by outside images?
1: So if your previous imaging was done at a different facility, we will need to get those images here to get those compared to your current imaging.
0: Got it. Now, after the exam, is there anything I need to do?
1: Nope. The radiologist will compare and read your images. The results will then be posted to your MyChart, and they will also be sent to your healthcare provider. If it would require any additional imaging We'll get a phone call and the patient will get scheduled correctly for what they would need, whether that be more mammogram images and or an ultrasound.
0: And who's a good candidate for a mammogram? Who should go and how often?
1: Patients should start at the age of 40 with their screening MAMs and schedule them yearly after that.
0: Okay. Let's talk a little bit about risk factors, Mary. Can you help us out with that?
1: Sure. Age would be the top one. As you get older, your risk will increase If you've had any genetic mutations, your reproductive history, starting your menstrual cycle before 12 or starting menopause after 55 does affect that. If you do have dense breast, that is also a risk factor. Any personal history or a family history of breast or ovarian cancer. And if you've had any previous treatment using radiation therapy to your chest or breast before the age of 30 can also increase that risk.
0: And you told us at the beginning that when you get there, they're going to ask you a few questions. Are those the kind of questions they're going to ask you?
1: Yes. They will ask you when you started your menstrual cycle, number of pregnancies at the age of your first pregnancy, if you are taking any hormones, if you have a personal history.
0: Your answers are very clear, Mary. You've given us a lot to think about and a lot to prepare for. Is there anything else you'd like to add to our conversation?
1: I just want to throw in a quick reminder that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So try to remember to do your monthly breast self-exams at the same time each month.
0: Fantastic. Well, Mary, thank you so much for all the great information. Such a pleasure having you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. And that wraps up this episode of the podcast series from Deaconess The Women's Hospital, a place for all your life. If you'd like more information, please visit deaconess.com slash breast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other Deaconess Women's Hospital podcasts. And for more health tips and updates, follow us on your social channels. I'm Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening and have yourself a great day.